What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today for episode number 37 of the Car 5 Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about the holy trinity of cars and that definition of what that definition actually means. So as usual, everyone, let's go ahead and just dive right into things. So like I had said, everyone, for today's episode, we're going to be talking about that phrase, Holy Trinity, for cars and what it actually means. Now, the current era of cars that we're in for this era's Holy Trinity is the LaFerrari from Ferrari, the P1 from McLaren, and the 918 Spider from Porsche. This is what we currently have. There's another Holy Trinity that's going to be coming out rather soon, I would say in two to three years. But there was also another Holy Trinity before the one that we're in. That Holy Trinity was the Porsche Carrera GT, the Ferrari Enzo, and it kind of goes back and forth between two cars. It kind of just depends on who you are. Some people think uh, it was the McLaren F1, while other people think it was the McLaren SLR, that joint collaboration with McLaren and Mercedes-Benz. Either way, phenomenal cars back then, absolutely phenomenal cars now, and then the upcoming Holy Trinity, which everyone is speculating to be the Aston Martin Valkyrie, the AMG Project 1 from Mercedes-Benz, and then the McLaren Speedtail. Now, the thing to remember about a Holy, Holy Trinities, as we'll call them, as they come out, is of course they're going to be better than the previous, we'll call it, group. Reason being, well, automotive technology just gets better. You know, technology improves, cars become better, they become faster, they become more efficient, they become more aerodynamic. But again, this this episode is not necessarily about the exact cars that we're currently in, but rather that definition of Holy Trinity. Now, what makes it so good? Like, what would qualify a car to be holy, a part of the Holy Trinity? And I think to answer uh, this definition of Holy Trinity for the car world is we actually head over to our friends Merriam-Webster for definitions and look and break down this actual phrase. So the definition of holy from Merriam-Webster is actually, from the book itself, exalted or worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness and righteousness. Basically, uh, one of the first things you got to be is you got to be awesome. (laughs) You got to be perfect, basically to be a part of the Holy Trinity in the car world. So that's already sets the standard bar pretty high. The definition of Trinity, there's two of them. Um, The first one would be the unity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as three persons in one a Godhead according to Christian dogma, the religious definition. And the other one, which would be a group of three closely related persons or things. So in the car world, here's how we look at the Holy Trinity. Literally, a group of three closely related persons or things that are exalted or worthy of complete devotion, perfect in goodness and righteousness. So basically, the best of the best. Right now, um, you can speculate, of course, Koenigsegg and Bugatti into this holy trinity. But keep in mind, the LaFerrari, the P1 and the 918 
like Holy Trinities should be, they all come out around the same time. That's why this Holy Trinity term is born because around the same time, these three cars came out and they're some of the best of the best. Now, yes, you can get a little bit technical. Oh, well, this car has a two mile an hour top speed difference. This car has a 0.3 seconds, zero to 60 faster. But here's why they're almost, yes, you can technically compare them around a track. Top Gear with Richard Hammond, James May, and Jeremy Clarkson, they did that. The Porsche 918 was the fastest around the track, all utilizing the same driver. That was a test that was aired on international television on the BBC channel. But let's look at this from a a day-to-day aspect. For the person getting in their car, in their hyper car, and just going for a drive, or literally some people may just make a grocery run, or some people take their hyper cars to their job or business or work, a 0.2 second 0 to 60 difference is going to go completely unnoticed. If you get in your car and you're driving to work and you're 0 to 60 and one car is 2.5 and you're 0 to 60 and another car is 2.7, you're not going to notice that. The day-to-day person will not unless you happen to be a professional driver. You know, a top speed of 215 and a top speed of 217 is going to go completely unnoticed. Why? Because in your day-to-day driving, you're not going to get that opportunity to go that fast. You're not going to have enough room. So... The holy trinity of cars is simply meaning the best of the best at this current time. These holy trinity of cars, and in my def- in my honest definition, um, hypercars, these are cars that project the idea of the car forward. It is in these hypercars that we see new technology being invented and tested, new safety technology, new fuel efficiency technology, new aerodynamics, new performance technology. And what you'll notice is in these hypercars, once this technology is proven and they've invented it and it works, you'll see it trickle down into normal production cars. Porsche's already using technology they've invented in the 918 and their other vehicles. I'm sure LaFerrari, I'm sure Ferrari's done the same thing, and I'm sure McLaren's doing the same thing with their cars. But that's why some people think these hypercars or these holy trinity is dumb and not really needed. Well, that's where, no offense, but they're kind of wrong. Because these hypercars and when these holy trinity vehicles come out, this is where, I guess we'll call it, innovation happens for some cars. It wasn't that long ago when everybody thought hybrids and electric vehicles were dumb. Look where we're at now. How many hybrids performance vehicles are out there? How many electric cars that are out there? Look at Tesla. Their cars have mind-blowing performance, faster than a ton of sports cars and even some supercars. Like I said, the LaFerrari, the 19, and the P1, they're all hybrid vehicles. Automotive technology is advancing so quickly and so fast. Sometimes these Holy Trinity cars are necessary to expand the car, expand the automobile, get this technology out into the world. So not only will our cars perform better, they'll be more reliable, they'll be safer, and they'll be more efficient if you're hybrid or electric, either which way, the choice is yours. But point being... 
the holy trinity of cars is of huge importance to the car world. Not only for people like myself that love performance and speed and crazy looks and whatnot, but for the car world, it is necessary because this is where new technology is innovated and it's invented and it's tested and it gets proven. And then that technology from these crazy hypercars goes into the day to day cars that we know. So in the Holy Trinity, this is a question I wanted to ask you guys, too, is what do you think is the best Holy Trinity and why? Also, do you think the next Holy Trinity is going to be the Aston Martin Valkyrie? the McLaren Speedtail, and the Mercedes-Benz AMG Project 1. Do you think that is the next Holy Trinity? I think it's pretty um, it's pretty solid and found that it is going to be. It's something very exciting. Uh, I've seen the, the Project 1 in person. It's, <laughs> it is beyond amazing. Um, it's unbelievable that a car can even look like that, let alone can be purchased and driven day to day. But I think the Holy Trinity itself is very important to the car world. Not only does it bring out good old competition amongst all the car brands that we know and love of who's the best of the best and who's the fastest and who's the craziest looking, but again, it's projecting the idea of the automobile forward. Now, it was a little bit of an extended episode, but I thought it was something that was necessary to talk about. And let me guys know what you think. Do you think the Holy Trinity cars are cool? Do you think they're stupid? Um, do you think a hypercars are even necessary? Let me know in the comments. Let me know what you think. And ladies and gentlemen, that actually concludes episode number 37 of the Car 5 podcast. Of course, don't forget to follow on Instagram, like on Facebook. Remember, do not forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel because when you subscribe, you're entered in for a free chance. Uh, you can win uh, merchandise from your favorite car brands, hats, shirts, jackets, sweatshirts, accessories. All you have to do is hit that subscribe button. Winners are announced at the end of the month. So don't forget to do that. Anything you guys ever need from me, just shoot me an email. Info at car5podcast.com. You have an episode recommendation and you see something I can be doing better, let me know. I'm an open book. Absolutely love to talk to you guys. Don't forget to tune in May 22nd for episode number 38, episode I'm very excited about, the brand new McLaren GT that was just unveiled. Super excited for this car. It's McLaren's first GT car. And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please remember, above all else, drive safe. Have a good evening. Thank you.